I've invited my dad to my wedding. You found him? Not exactly. A surprise invitation brought them together. We're here for the wedding. You are expecting us. Now they're finding out. There were three guys around the same time. You're a close friend of Donna's? Just how much they have in common. Sophie, I am your father. Don't think that they're giving me away. Universal Pictures presents A Trip Down the Aisle You'll Never Forget Mama Mia And there we go Just toe tap and dance And how could you not dance To that intro to those songs The best music This is one of my all-time favorite films So glad when you suggested That we do this one on the podcast Because it, I never would have thought to do it But yeah. it's perfect I was like, hey Oh yeah, on the path, here we are Brett, Lucy yes, us. Uh, before we get going, I think we should also clarify maybe to some of the movies that we cover. I know we said it in a previous episode as well, but there's no real set of what we do. You know, we don't do only bad movies. You know, it's not yep. in that sense. We only or we don't only do amazing movies. It may we don't be only good. do musicals. We don't only do jukebox musicals like today. It may be good. It may be bad. Next week is going to be bad. And I cannot wait for it. Stick around to the very end when we. We, I was about to say when we tease it, no, we just tell you what it is. But stick around for this that. This is the tease. This is the tease to stick around till the end. There you go. So it kind of just goes all over. And it, right now we're kind of tying it to a certain theme of a new release. And yeah. so for this week, with the new release of Big Fat Creek Wedding 3, we went to Greece for Mamma Mia. And so it's not always going to be something like that. Spooky season next month is October. They're going to be yeah. Halloween-themed, spooky-themed movies. So... There may be some good movies on here that you love that we will make fun of. It's okay. Like it's, <laughs> we're all having fun here and there may be some, you know, what I can't wait for is the time where it's a movie you love or it's a movie I love and the other person just cannot be bothered with it. Yeah. We need to find something like that. I was really fearful. Twilight. That this might Hello. Be that. Oh, this might have been that. I was worried. You okay. spilled the beans. I just spilled the beans. Yeah, that's a few episodes ahead, though, isn't it? Yeah, if you're hearing this, then you got spilled about spooky season October, or I might just cut it out entirely, but I might just leave it in there. But that might be one there. It might be, but I was really concerned that this week be that week because I went in very strong with how how big of a Mamma Mia fan I am, and you know I was worried. A part of me was worried, but why were you? I know worried? that I I don't know. I know that you like Abba, so I was like, he's gonna love it. But some people who love ABBA maybe don't like it. You know, like book readers don't like films. It could have been that kind of. That would be weird. It's not as good as the original. Oh, no, you're, you're right. If the if the songs weren't sung very well or were sung very yes. differently, I can see that. But yeah, people like ABBA, I'm like, you of all people know my stream, like the unofficial theme yes, song of my stream is Gimme, 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 <laughs> A Man After so Midnight. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, clearly I was going to do that. So no, yeah. we're here for 2008's Mamma Mia. Pure coincidence, this was not planned or anything like that. You were just in Greece. I was, yes. I went to the island of Crete for four nights. Kind of a disaster holiday, to be honest. I know all I seem to do during our intro segments recently is complain about travel. Dude, I love, there were so many, and I say this every time, so you sort of finish your drink. If you ever do a drinking game, I stuff I repeat show to show. So much of what Europe does is better. So many things are great, but my God, y'all's flight. UK, maybe it seems like that is just an absolute utter shit show. Well, whatever happened last Monday, I don't know the date or what date this episode is coming out, but UK people will know what I'm talking about. The absolute apocalypse of the air traffic control system in the UK 
happened on one day. Apparently, it was some kind of error in the code. So me and my work Jesus. friends were having a great laugh at that because we just think Lord, when, oh, yeah. when we make mistakes and you know, you know, it kind of causes our company to go down for maybe twenty minutes. It's absolute panic stations. But I can't imagine how much that developer must have shit their pants when they brought the entire country to a standstill. So would that be a private developer or would that be with the with the government? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea how that would work, to be honest. But apparently it was just some kind of error in the code that um, set off some kind of security system and everything just had to be grounded. Yeah, so the, the, whole, the, the reason why it kind of affected my holiday was my it was my mum's 60th birthday and she was going out to Crete for two weeks with her friends to celebrate... And I was like, okay, I can't commit two weeks, but I'll come for four nights. And she was due to fly out on D-Day, the big day. And the whole thing got cancelled. So they refunded the flights, refunded the hotel, and they were not going on holiday. So I rang them and was like, okay, well, I'm not due to fly out for another four days, but nobody in my group is going anymore. So can you refund my holiday as well? And they just said no. Nah. Nah, nah. I ain't gonna do that. Nah. <laughs> You're gonna go. So I was like, oh, I was like, fine, I'll just lose the money and I'll not go on the holiday. Then I just thought, fuck it, why not yeah, just go on the holiday? Yeah, like, I'll just go and and yeah, it was really nice. It was all inclusive, which is not something I usually do. So I just did some bathing, drinking. I didn't drink that much, to be honest, because by yourself. It was the first, and... yeah. And it was I've never done this before. It was an adults only hotel. So everybody was really drunk all the time. Yeah, there's and no kids I, to worry about. There's or no kids, and everybody was so drunk all the time. I wasn't drinking that much, so much so that the barmen actually made fun of me. Like every time I came up to the bar, they'd be like, "Oh, you want another bottle of water?" And I was oh, like, first of all, well, that's, that's not how I speak." And second of all, were they Greek? Yes, please, were they like yes, Greek? Yeah, doing like English Greek people. Oh my God. They're doing going, like bottle a bottle of water. Bottle of water. I was like, God. "Yes, please." So funny. <laughs> But yeah, it was nice. And I took my laptop with me and worked a couple of days so I could get my time off back. And it puts you in the mood for Mamma Mia. So. Oh my God, yes. So I watched this just before we went, just before I went. Yeah, because we, we were going to record before I went. And then, um, so I had just watched it and I was ready. I had the theme, you know, the soundtrack on my phone ready for the trip as well. It was great. It's either this or 300. <laughs> to go to Greece, you know. So yeah, true, true. It's either that, and so oh, we decided to do this over three hundred. Three hundred yeah. will probably eventually come up because I haven't seen that either, and I've seen it probably ten times. You've seen it enough times. Now this is a party down thing, so don't cancel me. Don't jump on me. It's a party down bit. Google it. Party down the show three hundred. But you've seen it enough to make you gay. Oh yes, I remember you telling me. <laughs> Again, Google that. You will understand that reference. Or I might clip it in right here. You're late. Okay, this is awesome. Okay, here. Why am I holding this? This is an amazing parlor game. Oh, is this the one where you make up your own words to a TV theme song? Sort of, but um, check it out. Okay, Roman is going to write down the number. I'm going to guess it. Okay, think of the number of times you've seen the movie 300. Write it down. This is bullshit. Come on, I just need the number for the game. It's really oh, fun. Write down just... the number. Come on, write yeah, it down. It's fine. I'm not looking. Write it down. When you're finished, Fold it and pass it to Henry. Very nice. Why am I involved in this all of a sudden? Okay, I lied. This is a test, actually, to see if you're gay. Because if you've seen the movie 300 more than once, you're gay. <laughs> oh, come on. Nobody's doing nothing. What the hell? 
Oh, what's the fascination? This? This right here? Hey. No, you know, actually, can we just hold on to that for oh, a second? No, no, I, no, well, I, I need know. you to prep no, the trace. Can you just read the just thing the on the number? Number? No, no. Not a chance. Not a chance at all. Oh, God. It's got to be so important, right? What does it say? It's not important. Six. That's really the only stuff we have uh, house cleaning wise in that sense. You know, e email us again, pot on the path, Gmail, check out the Patreon. If you enjoy us or more of that, we did over the top a Stallone movie. Next yes. month will be a spooky, <laughs> some kind of spooky season movie, uh, Halloween in that aspect. Check out the Discord, all that stuff below. And again, stick around to the end of the episode to hear the tease and what we are doing for next week. But now let's get into mama mia 2008 15 years 15 years is a long time i wouldn't have guessed it was that long ago to be honest i know this is only the second worst thing to happen in 2008 what else happened in 2008 well i was gonna say the recession the great recession happening but more <laughs> or less it was, i say the election of one barack obama no, I'm kidding. You think that was the worst <laughs> no, thing? No, I'm ever. joking. Barack Hussein Obama. No, I was just trying to do a little Aww. conservative talking point like joke there. No, <laughs> no, this was released 2008, July 18th, 2008. Also released the same day as The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. This is the OG Barbenheimer, as a lot of yes. people become aware of. The Dark Mama walked so Barbenheimer could run. The Dark Mama Walked. This had a budget. And for that reason there, this movie was never number one in the U.S. Yeah. I think I saw that. But it was the, well, let's, we'll get that. Budget of $52 million. What do you think it grossed worldwide? $200 million. It grossed worldwide. Now, I saw two different numbers on this, but I'm going with this one. It grossed $694.4 million. Yes. That Meryl Street money. Yes. This was I did I not write down what it was? God damn it. This was at the time the highest grossing movie in the UK box office ever. Wow. Yeah. Rightly it, so. Yeah, it was four hundred something million overseas. Obviously, ABBA from Sweden, big Europe yeah. in that sense. Yeah. They did it. So yeah, this was the fifth highest grossing movie. See, this one says six hundred nine million worldwide gross. It was the fifth highest grossing movie of 2008 okay we're gonna try to get these ones all right mm -hmm. number 10 once we get you know past it number 10 chronicles of narnia prince caspian <gasps> yeah it was the 10th highest grossing one i yeah. saw the first one it was like eh oh i thought the first one was like amazing yeah but you're english and oh was it one of the little God. girls named lucy yes God. Yeah. And Mr. Tumblers. And I just think, oh, my God, the battle scenes and the Ice Queen. and Oh, oh you did of... show me the battle scene. We did yes. watch that sometime. That was pretty good. I'll, that was pretty it's good. It's amazing. It's but, amazing film. I've made my feelings known on this podcast, as well as real life, my feelings on British children. <laughs> I am not a fan. I hate British <laughs> children. <laughs> and they're no, British children. Where's the Germans coming here? I'm the only person there going, come on, Germans. Go, go Germany, on, go. Go, Blitz, go. No, of course not. <laughs> going to London this past couple months in the summer of just how much stuff was destroyed by the Blitz. Right. Of just this this temple was destroyed. This building was destroyed. All of this was partially destroyed. It's just like, oh, yeah, they fucking bombed London for months on end. Yeah, it's crazy to think about that, actually. So that's what comes in. Number 10, Chron Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Number nine is a Pixar movie. <gasps> oh, 2008? 2008. Get y'all's guesses in. Oh, Wally. Oh. Yeah, it's Wally. 
Oh, cute. Yeah. What a lovely film. Yeah. It's a great movie in that. I wish Pixar still could catch that lightning in a bottle they had back then. But it was early on, you know. It's like that. They had Ratatouille up and Wally, like boom, boom, boom. Winners. It'll never get any bigger than that. That was a 520 million. Number eight, the birth of the MCU. Oh, Iron Man. Yeah, I think technically Incredible Hulk was first, but it was really Iron Man that did it. Iron Man was the, yeah. the one, yeah. yeah. I saw this in theaters. Did you? It's Robert Downey Jr. No, it's Robert Downey yeah. Jr. This was right after, I would say right, it was four years after Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or three years after Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in 2005. Love that movie. Love Robert Downey Jr. So I was like, hey, I'll go watch it. He's basically playing that character from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm -hmm. It's a big reason why he got that role. And I just was like, oh, that's pretty good. And I did not know what that was going to start. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw Iron Man in the cinema because it was only very recently that I watched it. Um, like I'm when I say recently, I mean in the last like five years. Yeah. But no, I don't think it ever interested me to go and see that in the cinema. Number seven. This was really hit hard, I believe, by the writer strike, the previous writer strike, not the one going oh. on now. James Bond. Which one? Sequel to Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. I rewatched all the James Ooh. Bonds. It's it's I love the theme about it, about literally corporations stealing water right but the movie just you can tell that it was just a fucking mess that there was yeah wasn't finished the writing very on it, unmemorable unmemorable is boring the opera scene i thought was pretty cool mm, i can't remember that the opera scene it's kind of going when he listens in on everybody and then he like okay. says something and then they all get up and he knows who to find and uh... then the main guy i can't remember his name kind of just like Ooh. and just sits there i thought that was pretty good Oh, cool. I mean, trying to follow Casino Royale's Casino, hard enough as it is. That's a damn good movie. It holds up so Amazing. much. It's Amazing. It's really, really, really damn good. Uh, number six, DreamWorks Animated Studios. This was a Shrek. sequel. No. Two. No. Oh. The sequel to a movie series I've never seen. Oh. Africa. Island oh. off the coast of Africa. Madagascar. Madagascar escaped to Africa. Escaped to I don't think I fast. saw the uh sequels either i saw I the first one which was great it's it's great is it i haven't seen any yeah. madagascars i haven't seen any ice ages oh i haven't seen rio i haven't seen no DreamWorks. i haven't seen rio madagascar is fantastic the first one but i haven't seen the sequels all right number five we have mamma mia right here so now we have the four movies ahead of them so if you're out there guessing listeners 2008 uh, get your guesses in or you can obviously pause number four i cannot Flip and believe that this was the fourth highest of that year. I never saw this movie. I've never heard it mentioned since. This is a superhero movie mm. with Will Smith. He's like a drunken, disgraced superhero. Oh, Hancock. Hancock. That was a great film. Did you well, like six hundred? I, I think I remember million. watching it. I've never heard anybody mention this movie ever. Actually, I had totally forgotten about that film. I go. feel like. As far as I remember, it was actually pretty good. And he was like, like he's, it kind of reminds me of uh, the boys, you know, it's not vulgar and gross like the boys is, but it's yeah. these more dark and disgraced superheroes. Yes. And the premise seems very good and written by Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan is the creator of Breaking Bad. Oh, no way. I thought yeah. I recognized that name. Yeah, that's who I wrote see that. that. I see that. Okay, that might be something checking well, yeah, we out should watch sometime. Hancock for sure. Will for Smith sure. Movie. Okay, because I obviously have never seen it. 
Yeah, I would like to rewatch it as well. We're in the top three. We're on the metal stand. We have DreamWorks Animated Studios starring the person who was our Patreon episode for August. The oh, voice God. of School of Rock. Jack Black. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, which I have not seen any of. No, I haven't seen either. You haven't I seen oh, really? Angelina Jolie's in it. Yes, and they did an amazing press tour where Angelina Jolie was pregnant and every photo is just her being really pregnant and then Jack Black with his stomach, which looks the same as hers, just doing the same pregnant poses. Oh, and so it's perfect. so funny. Yeah, so good. So perfect. I haven't seen any How to Catch Your how to train your dragons either oh i love how to train your dragon i've only seen the first one but it's so so lovely i'm really missing out on dreamworks dreamworks are very good like they have a lot of bangers oh Oh, shrek oh my god all right one and two run the top two we're at the silver medal stand right here all right with the silver medal is a beloved series from the 80s action-adventure. First one since 1989 came out this year. Indiana. No. Jones and... Is it? Yeah. Uh, Indiana Crystal... Jones, Crystal no. Skull. Yeah. yeah. Kingdom wow. of the Crystal Skull. I don't think I saw that. It... I know. There's whatever. It's talk, saying that movie's not very good is like saying the last season of Game of Thrones isn't good. It's like, okay, you and every Boring. other fucking person yeah. like, thinks that it doesn't need to be said again. It's not good. It's a mess. It has parts. Whatever. But I still haven't seen Dial of Destiny. That the one that came out this year. Yeah, and it just seems very meh. It bombed. I mean, like catastrophic bomb. It's sad to me because Harrison Ford seems to love it so much. He does, and it's awesome that he's having fun. But Indiana Jones is one of those things that it's like, yeah, it was in the eighties and a young, yeah. and they just they could not recapture that. No, no, not at all. All right, so now leaves number one, which is pretty obvious. The Dark Knight Rises or the no, Dark no, Knight? No, just The Dark Knight, which okay. how much does this suck? They These stupid numbers. This says $997 million. Wow. And then the one I click on, when you click on the page, it says $1.006 billion. And I'm like, fudge <laughs> your numbers to say you're which a billion. Which one billi- is right? To say yeah. you're a billion dollar movie. Put it back in theaters for like yeah. one weekend <laughs> in New York or LA, and then you'll you know put it over that there. So that was it. What right a movie. There. What a movie. That's it. That's top five. But Mama Mia, number five global box office. Okay. It's a tough, tough year. I think it deserved yeah. better than fifth. It is. Still pretty impressive. We can run through the uh, director writer here because I don't know nothing about him. The director, Phil Felita Lloyd, who oh, yeah. directed this afterwards. She directed Meryl Streep in The Iron Lady, which I would Bitch. rather cut my eyes out <laughs> than watch. <laughs> Anything about yeah, Margaret I Thatcher? I haven't seen either. I think it came out about three years after Mamma Mia. It came um, out 2011. Yeah. Yes. And no, no, thank you. No, no, I no, 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 it. no. Not no, for me. Just in general, no. And the derider, the derider. Jesus Oh, I love that. The derider. Ooh, did I just invent? If someone's I think a you did. Der- director, writer, derider. A derider. Look what happens when you go to sleep past midnight watching tennis. <laughs> and then go all day. Uh, she's playwright. Like she wrote this for the stage. Yes. And she, she did some TV, but for the most part, she does not write feature films. She only wrote this one. And as a story credit for Mamma Mia, here we go again. 
Yes, which I haven't seen, which has got uh, Lily James, who we recently saw in Baby Driver. Who apparently is a bad person. Oh, no, no, don't yeah, see us. That's what I heard. That's what I've heard, yep. Lily. It wasn't not my words. Not Just my what words. I've heard. I didn't say it. I didn't say that. All right. So now <laughs> we get into this cast. The wow. cast. And at the top, at the top, we have Meryl Streep, living legend. Meryl Streep, take a guess how many Academy Awards that Meryl Streep has been nominated for. Nominated. I did look at this last week, but I can't remember. But okay. I'm pretty sure it's at least 12. 21. Jesus Christ. All for acting? Or did she do yes, any? These are, no, these are all acting. These are wow. all for acting. I will not go through every single one, but she started off. I'll go with what she started off as because Jesus Christ. The first nominee, 1979's The Deer Hunter. Vietnam Vets. Oh. Russian Roulette. A pretty fucked up movie with a super fucked up Russian roulette scene. So oh my God. it's okay. It's okay. She got nominated for that. She's going to bounce back with a really uplifting, heartwarming role. No, she wins for 1980s Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, what is that? About divorce. Oh, no. In custody of a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So, but you know what? It's fine. She's going to go through some things. She'll get to stuff like this, real fun stuff. You know, she has the French lieutenant's woman, whatever. But in 1983, she gets Sophie's Choice. I've heard about this one. Yeah, it's about the woman that has to choose which one of her children is going to die in a concentration camp. Jesus. Yeah, and she won for that. So she started off like just boom, boom, but she gets nominated 84, 86, 88, 89. All the thing up there. The other one that she won was goddamn Iron Lady. Yeah, I'm uh, sure she did a great job. The only thing I got draw at line is with Denzel and Malcolm X. I don't like when they win for biopics because- right. You're doing an impression. That's all you're doing. Yeah. You're doing an impression. Yeah. And so much of that's going to be the makeup, especially of what's done to you. You're doing a caricature of somebody. I'm sorry. A lot of people can do that. Mm. I guarantee across this big ass country in the island of England and all of that, United Kingdom and all that, you can find a hundred fucking people that can go out and do a Margaret Thatcher fucking impression. Look at Hollywood, Hollywood Walk of Fame and all that. And you see people doing those caricatures and it's just like yes anybody can fucking do it you can go find somebody on the street in la right now doing like a dead on heath ledger joker yes i mean i've seen it on youtube i'm like oh my god that looks exactly like him sounds exactly like him i would not ever vote or think anybody should win for that and it happens so goddamn often i think gary oldman won for doing fucking churchill yes yeah i was about to say that was the most recent one i can remember then those are two, without getting into the historical tirade, those are two fucking monsters. Winston Churchill yeah. is a monster that is fucking genocide in India. Look at that shit. Oh, God damn it. I hate Winston Churchill. And I hate Margaret Thatcher. Why am I getting upset here about? The two worst. <laughs> and, and then they win it because they're just like these lying. Oh, okay, no, we don't, we don't go on down that route. We don't go down that route. But she won for mm -hmm. that. She was last nominated for 2018's The Post. Oh, I don't know that. A movie about the Washington Post that might have been about press, freedom of press or something like that. It's like Tom Hanks or something. I don't know. It just sounds so goddamn boring. The only thing I know her from iconically is obviously The Devil Wears Prada, where she, she was nominated for that the too. Boss. Yeah. Yes. Never right? seen it. So, Never oh, seen it's it. Great. It's great. Yeah. Again, that'll come up on something uh, to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's, she's in everything. Uh, Into the Woods is another thing I think of her for like musical, especially. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't sure if she did any more musicals because yeah. she's got a great voice. Yeah, it a it, great it, voice. Yes, it's very natural. Yes, it feels very theater. Like she must have started off in theater, maybe yeah, seamless. I should say, like in and out of what it for is for sure. Yeah. And on that note, next up, 
Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> okay. As much as the casting team went crazy on this yes. film, like they did a great job. Pierce Brosnan apparently had no idea what this project was about when he mm. signed on, but he just heard that Meryl Streep was on. And so he fancied her loads in drama school and was like, yes, I'll work with her. And then obviously realized that it was a musical and it was an ABBA musical at that. <laughs> so I don't blame him for it. He he signs up, like you said, he didn't know. How do the producers and the director in the casting, I don't want to bag on him. And fuck you, Raspberries, for nominating him. The Golden or Golden Raspberries or Razzies or those people. Oh, fuck is that the bad ones? Yeah, he got nominated for that. Like, fuck him. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Fuck <laughs> them for doing that. I'm see Freudian slip. Hello. No, fuck them for doing that. But it's distracting. His voice. Yes. It's not. He's yeah. just not good. And I feel like he's not as I think Colin Firth is worse. I did. I think it did not do him any favors. And this is where mm -hmm. this is going to be a weird episode to talk about because how much is song and not actual story. So mm -hmm. I'll get this. I don't think they did him any favors because when he starts singing S.O.S., Oh, it's acapella. Oh, first off yeah. there, if you can't sing, don't fucking sing acapella. And then as it's happened, I'm like, oh, man, he's not really good, is he? I'm like, you know what they're going to do? Because I'm putting my director's hat right here. I'm like, they'll hide it. They'll mix in some music. They'll cut the camera off of him actually singing. You know, they'll go to her reaction or he'll start moving around. No, they awkwardly like zoom yeah. in on him doing it. I'm just like, did somebody hate him? Did the cinematographer <laughs> director hate him? And they're like, we're going to get your face on here of you singing terribly. Yes. And I couldn't figure out because I list, I have listened to the movie soundtrack for 15 years. You know, I know it. And when you listen to the film, it's obviously different yes. to the soundtrack that's on Spotify. And I think a lot of it, they did sing like live. I always think of Glee. I remember really, really clearly when Glee came out and it was so obvious that they were lip syncing to the song rather than singing like a music for a lot video. Of them. like in music videos yeah. and like that's what you do and that's fine but in Mamma Mia I think there's a lot of times where they're not doing that yeah we would have to if anybody out there is like an audio engineer or knows I know yeah. there's different tracks to do that but I know in one scene I might have it written down later in my notes to get I think it was Amanda Seyfried and Meryl Streep to laugh. They were blasting like heavy metal music. <laughs> and so with that, it's like, okay, if they're playing that music. Yeah. If must be a track. You can't yeah. separate audio tracks, though. That's why if someone is singing and talking, you can't have music like that playing in the background. You know, like I, maybe mm -hmm, you can do mm -hmm. that now, digital and all that stuff. But I know back in the day, you couldn't do that. So if people weren't going to talk. You could have music playing in the background to help them dance or do whatever while yes, something else is yeah. going to be over it. But what I've always heard is you couldn't be you can't do that with speech. You can't blast that heavy metal music and me talking and doing this and be able to edit them out. So if anybody right, knows okay. that, like enlighten us, because that's tough to do is they're moving around dancing on a beach. How are, how is it that crisp of audio? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I think there probably is a mixture where they have the track that they play over. And then there's some parts, I don't know, the, the part where Meryl Streep does her solo where she's like singing on the cliff. A lot of that felt so different to what I listened to on the track that I was like, is it just her yeah. singing there? I don't know. But Pierce Brosnan felt like a lot of the time it was just him singing <laughs> with no help. I know. And it's just like, look, I'm not singing on here. I'm not saying, oh, I could be better. Fuck no. For him to do that like on a set, like, you know, glory to you. But I, I, he was done a disservice. He just should. Or this is what I would do, putting on my second director's hat, my backwards director's hat. 
<laughs> if he was going to be that bad or kind of an off key, then just have, well, apparently you thought Colin Firth was, then have those three guys, Colin Firth and Stell and Skarsgård, have them all be kind of off key. Then it's like, oh, the dads can't really sing and them together can yeah. kind of like do it. Be a bit dorky. Yeah. 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 Mm. But, yeah so Pierce Brosnan, though, mainly James Bond and yeah. an Irish fella. He is. Yes. And I always forget that. And then occasionally I'll see clips of him doing like press junkets and the, the people interviewing him will be Irish. And I saw one recently and the guy is from the same very small town that Pierce Brosnan is from. And all of a sudden it came Pierce out. Pierce Brosnan sounds like this whimsical little fairy. And he's like, oh, how are you? Oh, all of a sudden I was like, oh, it must be so nice when you're away all that time to hear. Your tiny yeah. little hometown. I think I'd say on here where he left home like as a kid, like yeah, as ten or ten or eleven as a child, and obviously you want to be an actor over there. You have to lose it. You have to get the generic English posh, whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it, to do. But yeah, he's from Dr- Drogheda County, yeah. Louth. How do you say it? Mm. Drogheda. Drogheda. Is it Louth? 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 I don't know. Oh, those I southern. I think it's near Navan. Yeah, it's the Republic. It's, <laughs> it's not, the Republic. not my bag. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. I don't know how they do things down there. Yeah. <laughs> Those Southerners. No, we call them the Mexicans. Jesus. Do y'all really? God damn. <laughs> I did used to call them Mexicans sometimes because they would come. <laughs> okay. Might have to come. <laughs> Look, we can keep this in because I'm Mexican. So I'm yeah, allowing true. it. That is true. I'm yeah. allowing it. But I got my finger on the cancel button. <laughs> y'all, is it because they would come through like undocumented well because there's no we hard border docu- is yeah. there exactly it was just a joke because we would see them driving around we'd be like oh it's the mexicans because they have different cars to us god yeah i did not know that i wish there i didn't go. know that that's our little joke you know what now when ireland gets <laughs> united now i'm gonna go over there and be like hey i'm actually mexican <laughs> a mexican's coming oh, man okay Well, there you go. The more you know. Look at that. There you go. Transcontinental racism. Exactly. (laughs) Do it. Oh, mercy, mercy. All right. Pierce Brosnan and Cornetto Trilogy. He was in World's End. Love him. Love Pierce Brosnan. He's great. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was. I totally forgot about that. The teacher. Yes. Um, Next up, Colin Firth, who to me is the most English posh uppity. In the aforementioned previous episode, I mentioned about the King's speech that he might have been nominated for. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I just eh. yeah. I don't like him. You don't like Colin Firth? I don't because he's just so proper and oh, it's it's he's one so of the fun though. Is he? Have you seen Bridget Jones's diary? I have not. That's brilliant. It is. I've seen the Kingsman. That's, yeah, I think Bridget Jones's diary is kind of like a must watch, especially now. Because it is so painfully like 90s noughties where oh. we're led to believe that Bridget is this fat loser of a woman and she's like so skinny. She owns her own apartment in London and she's got a job at a magazine. Like she's thriving. <laughs> and the whole premise of the film is that she's this loser. And no, she she's gets just two, fat. She gets two boyfriends and it's like, this girl's living her best life. And now we watch it back and, you know, they're all smoking in the bars and stuff. It's just, oh. it's a proper throwback. Is yeah. that from the 90s? Like late I'm, 90s? I think it might be oh. noughties. I think it might be Oh, noughties. 2002. I see it right here. Okay, yeah. There you go. Which yeah. is pretty much the goddamn, well, that's like the post 9-11. Yeah. 
if it got made before 9-11, you can count as the 90s. Otherwise, <laughs> okay. so Colin Firth has been nominated for two Academy Awards, a single man in 2010. I don't remember that at all. No. Uh, Tom Ford directed fucking fashion designer. Tom Ford wrote and directed wow. it. Yeah, it must be oh, nice. Uh, and then he won for 2011's The King's Speech. Yeah, I didn't see that. God, I'm sure he was great. My mom loves that movie. My mom, as I've mentioned before, is obsessed with like British, especially posh, uppity British people like the royal family. So obviously, yeah, she's like, that's the greatest movie of the year. And I, <laughs> and I just, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, doing that. Just could not pay me to watch that movie. But yeah, Colin Firth right there. Next up, who all it's weird seeing him in this role because he always plays the most evil fucking villain. It's Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Bootstrap Bill. Bootstrap Bill from Dead Man's Pirates of the Chest. Caribbean. And yeah, I don't know which one ones. he shows yeah. up in. Uh, he was a really fucking bad dude in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. A supremely oh, fucked no. up movie. Oh, no. Was that him? Yes. Yes. No, 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 yeah. no. He, I'm he, so glad I didn't read that before watching this again. <laughs> yeah, he's the one doing all that. He did win a Golden Globe, though, for Cher- Chernobyl. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was in that. The he's TV, in... the TV yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, I call it Chernobyl because that's how they said the energy drink from Hot Tub Time Machine. I know it's Chernobyl. Okay. But don't don't yell at me, people. He was nominated. Say Chernobyl. Oh, Chernobyl, yeah, but they call it Chernobyl in there because they're a bunch of mm-hmm. I don't think he has been nominated for an Academy Award. I mean, I thought he was great as Bootstrap Bill. Yeah. He was in Andor too. I do remember oh, hearing about that. Yeah. We need to watch Andor. And his kid is in his kid is Peter Skarsgård. Who's oh, in like really? yeah? Who's in like everything? Or oh, I didn't know that. Bill or is it Alexander? I think it's Alexander. Alexander Scott. That that rings a bell. Yeah, he was in like True Blood. He's in a bunch of stuff in there. So they got a little. Oh, he's in Melancholia. Oh my god, we should watch Melancholia and just have a laugh a fucking minute. Is it? It's a bad? great movie. It's a great movie. Oh. It's Lars. It's Lars von Trier. So that's all you need to know if you know Lars von Trier. But it's not like Nymphomaniac. It's not like anything like that. Okay. It's about the world. It's a this woman's getting married. as Kristen Kirsten Dunst, who I fucking love oh, her. I've yeah. loved her from fucking Jumanji as like a kid. Not in that way, <laughs> you freaks. But no, I think she's absolutely unbelievable. Marie Antoinette. But he did this melancholy about this last Spider-Man. day. About, there you go. Yeah, about planet colliding into Earth. And it's just Lars oh. von Trier. It is not wackiest and zaniest. So I, I love him in that. Next up, we have Dame. Julie Walters, who I don't know a goddamn thing about. Shut up. Yes, you do. I swear to God, I don't. She's Mrs. Weasley. Is she really? This is... No. She's Molly Weasley. Are you serious? Julie Walters, yes. Yes. I had no idea. I just love her in this film. Chickadee, tell me what's wrong. I love her. She's so good. But yeah. I'm I'm stunned because it's the hair, I guess. I think that's it. I think she's so like alpha yeah. in that, and so like type A, I should say. What you guess, alpha? And then in this, she's just like an aloof dingbat, like playing the opposite. Yeah, she's great. Wow. Yeah, I had that's no. That's so funny. I thought you were joking. I was like, no, you, you obviously know who she is. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh... like, stop it. And she says, I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck did I just mess up? Did I look at the wrong person. Did I look at? I didn't know she was dim. Yeah. So she's got that equivalent of a knight. Nice. A knight in that. Yeah, so she's been around. Is there anything else that stuck out? I'm at, I guess I didn't look through her. I guess I didn't look through her. I swear I did. Yeah, she's obviously in quite a lot of the Harry Potter films. She has that iconic line at the end, not my daughter, you 
bitch. That was just really loved that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't nowhere. know. Yeah, I mean, was... I was about seventeen when I watched okay. it, so I was like, "Yeah, go, Mrs. Weasley, go." Yeah. And I just said that <laughs> lame, cringe, cringe, yeah, bro. Lame. Yeah, <laughs> cringe. They did this film called Calendar Girls. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's a really old film. It's like 2003. Um, don't say that it's a really old film and then say 2003 <laughs> to me, okay? No, no, no. Stop the show. Side quest. <laughs> We're going to do a little side quest. I'm going to put that I'm in sorry. here. sorry. It's really All old. Right. So I'm scrolling through her like filmography, and I was in like the mid-2000s. And you go, yeah, it's really old. And I just zoomed up through my mouse to the 80s. <laughs> and you go like 2003, and I just... That we might have to clip, we might have to clip that in there as my just go. No, 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 no. You can't do it. I get that shit from students all day with like, oh, it's really old. It's like 2008. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. You can't do that. I'm sorry. You, you, I'm can't, sorry. Do, you can't do that to me. I graduated high school by then. I was 10 years old in this film. I know. It's like, no. <laughs> okay, now we're back. I still need to get a little thing to put in. Uh, for our little side quest coming in there. Uh, have you little seen the pa- ding, ding, she's in Paddington in Peru coming up? I haven't seen any Paddington movies. Uh, no, I know there's an Auntie Lucy, so that's the Auntie only thing I know Lucy. about them. That's the Witcher yeah, Three. An Auntie Lucy. That's Witcher Three. Oh yeah, three. Auntie Lucy's in Auntie that. Lucy. Three as well. This witch is gonna make pancakes. Oh, Gretka. Too many. There's too many Gretkas in the Witcher. Too many Gretkas. Maybe we'll see her in Witcher Four. Maybe she'll be grown. Maybe. Oh, Witcher Four is Geralt and Gretka. On the pe- <laughs> avenging Geralt's death. Geralt yes. is killed. It's gonna be like Metal Gear Solid Two. It's gonna okay. We just we got this game fucking going right now. In Metal Gear Solid Two, you played like two hours as Solid Snake, and then you think Snake dies, and then you go on and play somebody else. So this oh. one you play as like an intro tutorial, two hours as Geralt, and then you take over as Gretka, who yes. avenges Geralt. I love Boom, that. done. Set a project red. You're welcome. You're you welcome. It. You can have it. As that game gets made in 2087, because Witcher 4 is going to come out in like 2057. Yeah, we will maybe cover it on the podcast. Who knows? Quest by quest. I may be fucking geriatric by then. (laughs) By the time that shit comes out, I might be like 50. (laughs) All right. um, Next up, Dominic Cooper. Dominic Cooper, who I was not too familiar with, even though I saw his face and I thought I recognized him, but I have not seen, I don't think, anything are you joking again? I'm, I'm okay. What did I miss? I'm being serious. <laughs> He's what? in Band of Brothers. Oh, as like every first off, everybody's in Band of Brothers. <laughs> like I'm not joking. Um, yeah. Simon Pegg is in it. Michael Fassbender. It might be Michael Fassbender's first thing. Uh, Tom yeah. Hardy. It might be Tom Hardy's first thing. Doug Cockle was in it. Previous guest of the show. Yeah, voice of Geralt of Rivia himself. Every fucking working English actor. Every yeah. white. Male working English actor under the age of 25 was in that fucking series. His character is called Allington in Curahee. So he, he probably not, didn't even have a name. Sorry. Yeah, Allington. Probably didn't have a line. No, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I meant to say line. Uh, Curahee's, right. Curahee's the first episode where they're at boot camp and it's just oh, a ton of fucking loads people. Of people. Okay. Yeah. I, I okay. I'll have to go look. I'm going to rewatch that shit again soon enough. Yes. But otherwise, Preacher was a big thing. I remember hearing him in. I don't I don't know any of this. I'm not joking. I don't think I've seen anything other than apparently Band of Brothers. Yeah, I don't know much about Dominic, Dominic Cooper either, to be honest. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> I do remember this now. He played Captain America First Avenger. He was Howard Stark. He's Tony Stark's dad. I, oh. That is now ringing a bell now. That might be the one thing I, I can remember seeing him in. 
yeah yeah that that works i can see that he got a little marvel money all right next up oh amanda seyfried is it seyfried or seyfried it's seyfried right i'm gonna say seyfried i should look i actually i say seyfried amanda seyfried i'm gonna say all of them differently so i'll say amanda seyfried you will know her first and foremost probably from mean girls mean girls iconic yes I have never seen Mean Girls either. We're there's exposing so, you. so many of these to do. So yeah, stay tuned, stay tuned for that. I have seen her or know her from one of my favorite TV shows ever, still to this day, Veronica Mars. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Veronica Mars came out in 2004, the same year as Mean Girls. She was, Did it. She was the best friend of the titular character. She was murdered in the first season. And so oh. the whole ep- the whole thing is very neo-noir. If you're into noir or neo-noir, you will love this shit. High school girl. She's a high school senior. It's Kristen Bell, her breakout role. It's so fucking noir. I love it. And you have all these like clicks and stuff. It's also a look into pre-smartphone era, like cell phone okay. era, but pre-smartphone era, like high right, school. Yes, yeah. And it just goes through flashbacks. Like it starts out the year where she's like dead and then there's discrepancies and throughout the year you have these flashbacks that delves okay. into certain characters and she was the the cheerleader that was killed and so she's oh. trying to solve her murder and she was her best friend that's sad it's a, it's oh my god it's such a good fucking show can't recommend and it was enough. the same year as mean girls yeah 2004 upn show yeah mean girls is so iconic like yeah Amanda She's Seyfried. so funny in Mean Girls as well. I'll watch it. I know the Caesar clip. I played that for my class when we discussed Caesar. Oh, yeah. That's not her, though. I don't think Caesar. that's no, Gretchen. That's Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. But we will watch that eventually. A big, you know, the main role in Jennifer's body. Is she really in that movie, too? She is the, the, going up against Megan Fox. Yeah. Well, they're best friends. They're oh, best friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's like the main, the main lead. Yeah, she was in A Million Ways to Die in the West and Ted too. So I don't know, maybe she was dating Seth MacFarlane then. <laughs> maybe. That was like back to back that she's in the two Seth MacFarlane movies. She was in that film Dear John as well, which is like the, what do you call that guy? The guy who wrote The Notebook. Uh, Nicholas Sparks. Yes, it's that one of those films. Her and Channing Tatum were in it. Channing and it was... Tate Yum. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the end too. Another one again. I want to talk about that movie every time I do it. <laughs> she has such a Disney princess like look, and she has yeah. massive eyes. Uh huh. Yeah, she's stunning. Yeah, and Big. also another great singer. She, I, I could not believe. Oh my god! So yeah. I, I knew nothing about this. I mean, obviously about the movie, what it was, but but the song "Lay All Your Love on Me" was oh. played, and I heard now just was. I was like, is that is that ABBA? And then I saw that it was Man of Safe and Dominic Cooper. I'm like, that is really fucking good. Yeah. And her and Meryl Streep's duet. Um, I forget what the name of the song is, but it's where they're getting her ready. And what's it called? Not Slipping Through super. My Fingers. Okay, it's called Slipping Through My Fingers. Yeah. And oh, that, that song makes me cry every time. It was a but good one. But they're both so good. Not me. I was like, I ain't crying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not crying at Mama Mia, but then again, yeah, it might be one of those mother daughter kind of things. It is. It's very much the mother daughter. My mom sings that song all the time, and she cries at that part of the film as well. She's like, "It's just like when you left." I'm like, "Jesus!" Not oh, I thought guilty. she was gonna say, "You're never gonna get married." 
Oh, we're cutting deep. We're cutting. Oh deep. my goodness. We're cutting deep. Yeah. Like I gotta say it. I gotta say it. That's the stuff we can do now that we've been doing the podcast almost two years. Yes, it's very shortly coming up to two years. Yeah. Yeah. That we're wouldn't have been jobs. a third episode. I say that. You're like, <laughs> no. God damn. I can oh say that because I'm fucking 39 and never been married. That's what we can do. Yeah. We can do that here. We got jokes. Stupid don't. <laughs> As we mentioned kind of before there, that a lot of songs really did this. And yeah. it's really through the first half of the movie, towards the middle and the end, there wasn't as many. You know, they actually had like the story go up. But we yeah. kind of just go in what is. But right out of the gate, let's just get this on the record. Your favorite ABBA song? Oh, I don't like to be basic, but I love Dancing Queen. And I love Thank You for the Music. Dancing Queen might be, it might be my least. Not least, but it's just the one that's been played, you know? It's over, that's why I'm It's still good, it's still good, but it's, It's, yeah. It's very overplayed, but my favorite thing about Dancing Queen is it's very, it gives me like, say for example, where I was just on holiday. If I had went into a bar and it was full of like Brits abroad and everybody was just kind of sat, drinking, whatever. If you put Dancing Queen on, every single British woman will be up singing, (laughs) dancing, having the best time of her life. That's like our respect, Aretha Franklin here. Yeah. 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 That's it. And I just think you can just lift a room with Dancing Queen. I like when like the basic ones to me, like Mamma Mia. Like yeah, that is stuck yeah. in my head. It's been stuck. My, there I go again. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. Like that's been in my head all fucking day knowing we're going to record this. Yeah. But mine, it's it's gimme, gimme, gimme. Like that's oh, the OG so one. It was the show. And I got it. Man, we should have done this like a special fucking episode. We might do it for October. There's an episode of Community, the Dan Harmon sitcom. Donald Glover was on. It came out like in 2009. There's a Halloween episode they did the second season where it's like they're trapped and people are turning into zombies Okay. the soundtrack of ABBA. Oh, and it amazing. plays Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. It plays Waterloo. And it plays all of these main ones because this iPod's just on repeat and going. Yeah. And so to this whole episode is fucking ABBA. I'm like, that is so perfect now to do. I obviously heard of ABBA, but until watching that, like hearing that intro to Gimme, 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 I'm instant, you know, you know, when you hear the first notes of a yes. song that you've never mm-hmm. heard and you're like, okay, oh. I'm, re- I'm playing this on repeat, like the next fucking three weeks. That was it for Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's great in this film as well. I think at the point they play it at the, the Hindu, like the bachelorette party, as you would call it, and all the boys start showing up. I love that part of the film. And then well- my friend got married in spain last year and i was like we're having a hindu and we're making it like mama mia and the boys are going to show up at midnight and it's just did they? so silly i can't even remember if they did i think well it was such a small wedding there wasn't that many people so the girls went out on the hindu and the boys went out in the stag do and we bumped into each other at some point so it was like okay. i was like it's like mama mia. did the drunk text go out like earlier and earlier where are the boys uh, and so i will say though lately and this was going out like in dallas with some people and this one woman put on the soundtrack and it was lay all your love on me oh and that was one of those again as soon as i'm hearing it i'm like okay this is it this is now number one i actually put on my instagram story that that went to the top of the workout playlist oh that one's so so good it's so good and because i heard this version first i actually prefer this to the abba version yeah there's so many of these songs where you know if i feel like Oh, I want to listen to ABBA. I don't go and listen to ABBA. I listen to the movie yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, that's yeah. what I love. I love the No, I can see where people, you know, came out of it. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was like right out of the gate when this movie starts is gimme, gimme, gimme. Like not the is song, it? it's the music. Oh, the music. Yes, you're right. And they're all running, yes, to the boat. And so right here, I'm just like, okay, I'm in. Like you got I'm me in, with yeah. my song right there. And, you know, the tease for it, because they didn't really sing it. But I love the synopsis of the movie where it's on the fictional Greek island of Kalokari, bride-to-be Sophia Sheridan reveals to her bridesmaid that she has secretly invited three men to her wedding without telling her mother, Donna. They are the men with whom her mother had sex during the 25-day period that was coincident with Sophie's conception. And I was making, I was making a very crash joke. I'm like, Oh, so this woman's a slut. like this woman's a slut that had da, 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 trying to find out who yeah. her slut of a mother <laughs> who impregnated her slut of a mother. That's <laughs> so bad. And, and I'm joking, I'm... let's get it. Of course. Like, yes, of course. Get it. I love the end of the film where they're at the at the church and Sophia says to her mother, I don't care how many you could have sat with the hundreds of men, and all the people in the background are going, you know, like crossing it, the, themselves. The priest is like, oh dear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, what is this? Never heard that at a wedding before. Donna had a great summer. Yes. And it's Irish American architect Sam Carmichael. They do denote that he's Irish American, which again is something there where it's just Pierce, you couldn't do the American accent, you know, you couldn't be American, or you could just be Irish, or it's just weirder yeah. than that. Swedish travel travel writer Bill Anderson, not the most yep. Swedish name, but okay. Bootstrap Bill. British banker Harry Bright, which is super similar to a good friend of mine's name, who I won't is say it? is, it's almost it's almost exactly this. Oh, how weird! I just heard that I'm like, oh, I should be calling him that, but just prim and proper British banker Colin Fifth, ex rocker boy. Yes, and they do that bit where they sh- like Donna comes through the floor, gross, mm-hmm. and then sees like them and they're like previous, you know, in can carnations is that the word yeah i guess so yeah and then he was the punk rocker and had Mm -hmm. like the 80s spiky hair it was the time what does he say in the song and he sings it so weird time off the flower power (laughs) it's just the way stellan says that it's so weird yeah he's he's very much like super chill and it's just so weird seeing him play this role because it's not like anything he ever plays no it is very different yeah Young hippie Pierce Brosnan is ridiculous, though. Yeah, <laughs> that hair, <laughs> the long hair. Look, absolutely. Yeah, most of most of what I have down is just how like weird people may have looked, and like when they're doing Dancing Queen, and the way like everybody's just kind of going up and down, and like yeah. all those dancing. I'm just wondering, like, did, they had to have been playing the music for them to get oh, going. For I sure. just, I just think of how yeah. that direction would go for everybody to do it. How often they'd have to get it and everyone's just singing and dancing. Like how many times mm-hmm. they'd have to do it? Would it still be fun? And I don't know, just having to get everybody going. I know. Yeah. They, I feel like they must have the music playing. So they wouldn't be able to all be in time. Otherwise, it would be impossible. Yeah. Maybe a little, head, little earphones in, yeah. maybe. I did see, though, that it was down here that I have that when they were playing that heavy metal music to get the mm-hmm. pair to laugh so much was through the slipping through my finger scene. <laughs> Yeah, because they do a lot where sometimes sometimes they're singing it, but it's also over like a montage of them getting ready for her wedding day. So sometimes yeah. they're not lip syncing. So I imagine that would be those moments where they're looking through photos or there's bits where she's like painting her nails and, you know, cute little moments like that. I would love to see a behind the scenes video of them cutely painting each other's nails to heavy metal rock music <laughs> oh, oh yeah just the juxtaposition of <laughs> <Doesn't> that work <laughs> all right so today in could they still do this today 
Stellan Skarsgård on why he flashed his behind, you know, that when he kind of like turned around and wouldn't have anything. We decided I should be cooking on the boat and I thought I should have an apron on. The director, who is a woman, did not yeah. know I would be naked under there and have those <gasps> butt uh -oh. tattoos. So when the camera rolled, I turned around right in front of it. The cameraman jumped and screamed while Felita, the director, killed over it laughing. <laughs> so could you do it Very now? Risky move, Stella. Here's the thing. Backside, funny. Front side, sexual assault. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what it is. Front side, police. <laughs> yeah, but that's something it actually got brought up with students today. I was like a, a funny thing that people would do in like the 70s and 80s was streaking. Yes. Like they did it at sports games. I go probably like high schools is a big thing in the movie old school streaking through the quad colleges would do it. And now I'm like, if you did that, it might be like a fucking sexual assault of some sort or yeah, something in that sense. And yeah, I'm not it doesn't happen now, does it? People don't do that. Some you know, people do topless running onto football pitches and stuff, but not like full nude. You know what? I don't even have someone done it, but I've been thinking of something like that. Like, yeah, if they did it like in a school or whatever, it just, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not saying they problem. should do it, but it's just something like that. That's just, yeah, it changes. Yeah. Big changes. Time That's change. hilarious. Though. I didn't see that. Yeah. And this, this is the most haughty thing that I'll say, because it's also in the trivia. And when I saw it, I was like, is it good that I might know that? Or is it the most like bougie thing? It hasn't here that the structure, the structure of the story is set to a Greek comedy like Aristophanes. And kind of when I had it and I remember I texted somebody about this uh, movie in the middle towards the middle end. And I was like, there's no antagonist of this movie. No, there's no bad guy. And I was like, this reminds me something of that, of like an old Greek comedy in that sense, like Aristophanes. Mainly from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, <laughs> okay. play in there. He's in, he's one of the people in there, and that kind of got back in there. But also did that with just literature back in. I was like, it kind of reminds me of that. And like the chorus, it's not exactly the same, but you can say the townspeople singing along is yeah. kind of like the Greek chorus, but not in the traditional sense where they're the ones actually like speaking to the audience. Oh, okay, yeah, I did find the all the different times people quite interesting because sometimes they jump in and dance and sing and then other times they're just they are just doing their own thing and they don't get involved and they are like a little character of their own in some ways yeah so i think that's the one thing it would be it's where they're just they're just extras you know yeah, <laughs> yeah they just have that december 2008 was the highest grossing movie of all time in the uk and avatar has since oh. beaten that record <laughs> Of course. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the fact <laughs> that this was the highest grossing movie past Titanic. People fucking loved it. It was insane. I think it just goes to show just how much bigger ABBA is in the United Kingdom yeah. than they are yeah. in the US, which, you know, they're big a certain thing, but not not Titanic big. No, like this was huge when it came out. Like, And it has so many iconic British actors in it as well. So it was just, you know, it's always going to be a big hit here. You know, we love the Titanic. We love it. We do. Yeah. I don't think y'all do. It's like a shame for y'all. Well, yeah, true. Especially it came from Belfast. So yeah, it was built in Belfast, right? Yeah, and then it ordered the from Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. or Southampton. Yeah, I think I it's. Oh shit! It might have been Southampton. You're right. I think I always mm -hmm. thought Liverpool. It probably went Belfast to Liverpool. Maybe that's what it was. And then maybe it went then from Liverpool to Southampton to on the big trip. All right, I have down the song Super Trooper. I have that the Broken Lizard movie, Super Troopers. I don't know that. 2001 movie, stoner comedy about, oh, Ver no. about Vermont cops. 
that's a movie I may need to revisit because 2001, 17 year old Brett was like, this is the funniest fucking movie ever. <laughs> oh my God. Nothing will ever be funny. You definitely than this. need to rewatch it. Chaplin, Buster Keaton. What are those old, you know, kooks know about? It's about super troopers. And now I'm thinking, Ooh, a 2001 stoner comedy. The, the chief of police though, is Brian Cox. Oh, and no that, way. And that Brian Cox, he still has to be funny because his role was fucking hilarious. So against type doing that. That might be a movie to to revisit because I it's the perfect movie that would not hold up twenty. Yes, exactly. Years later. Yeah, you need to go and ruin your your childhood thoughts about it. Well, all the all their other movies suck. Even Beer Fest and all that. You'll hear some Beer Fest mm. apologists, but no, the Slamming Salmon or whatever the hell that shit is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just again, my things are just so random in here to have. Like, exactly, there's not. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just go. No clear. Yeah, cuts. I'll just go like, through a couple things. I know the the funny thing is. Like the wedding is off, but, and I did also, and it's not that big thing. I did send it to someone too, that I'm like, there's no way they're going to say who the dad is. Right. Like that would just be mean. They don't the other know. Two. Yeah. And lo and behold, they say like, we don't need to know a third of a father. And I just kept like waiting. I kept waiting for somebody to be the, the bad guy. And then yeah. when I'm just calling Dominic Cooper, cause I don't remember his name. Cause it doesn't matter. It's that forgetful when they kind of have a little falling out. I'm like, okay, here it is. Here it he's is. He's a bad guy. He's going to yeah. be like, no, I did this. I don't love you. Blah, blah, blah. Or when he was really like touchy, touchy with the friends. And I was like, mm. is that going to come back? Oh, shit. Just... I kept yeah. waiting for something. I'm like, no, it's not that kind of movie, bruv. Like, this is just a happy go lucky. The conflict yeah. is natural conflict in real life. You don't have bad guys and bad girls and women mm -hmm. who are with you and know you. It's just. The conflict is circumstance of what's happening and her being yeah. a little bit dishonest and not telling him what she was doing was right. And he, and he was right to be like, hey, I don't like that you didn't tell me. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you're going to go away. Are you going to break up? He's like, no, I'm not going to fucking break up. I'm just upset. I'm going to walk away. And it's like, yeah, that might be the most human thing I've ever exactly. seen in Hollywood is yeah. this thing doesn't end the marriage or end the wedding. He's just yes. like, no, I'm upset. I'm going to walk away. I still love you. Yeah, because she goes, what, so you don't love me? He goes, yeah, we obviously don't... I love you. Yeah. I'm just annoyed. I'm going to go away yeah, for he's a like, bit. Yeah, and she's like, that is so dramatic. And not to be genderous or sexist, but it seems something a young woman. A young woman, yeah. A young woman might just overreact to him and be like, well, you don't love me? He's like, what? No, of course I do. I'm just going to walk yeah. away. I'm like, that's real. Holy shit. I've never, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that in a movie. What's really funny is this is the first time I've ever even thought about this. I've never thought about the fact that there is not a bad guy yeah. there is just this situation that everybody's trying to overcome i think that just comes from me having like just writing whenever you write stories right. and you write mm -hmm. scripts you you just tend to have You're looking at like the structure of the you story have the protagonist well. they're wanting something what's in the way and then it's always going to be something when i always enjoy movies where they don't have a person that does it it's mm -hmm. an environment like a scavenger hunt could be a thing and you don't right. need somebody competing with you against it the antagonist is nature. It's yes. the hunt itself that can do you, it. Yeah. And off the top of my head, I can't think of any other movies like that. But typically it'd be something like the movie The Perfect Storm, where okay. they're out on a boat and it's a tropical storm. And like that's the antagonist. It's not a person. It's just, yeah. you know, like I said, it's in its nature or environment. What I also keep forgetting is that this film is set over the course of like one day, like two days. It's one night, right? And then one night. Yeah, one night in, is a Hindu. Yeah. And it's the next day they're getting married, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's all set over like a day. <laughs> I think what throws me off for there is the outfit changes. Yes, the outfit the, changes, and there's so much back and forth between the rooms and the different areas of the island. 
I was so confused at some points and I, you know, I've watched this film many times and I'm like, what, this is, this is the next morning. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Wait, wasn't this like a whole week? <laughs> yeah. They get so much done. I mean, there's, that's a, a lot of big numbers to be doing in, in two nights. They, they all agree to be a third of the father and then Sam and Donna get married. Oh. And he's like, I do think though that his first thing isn't, his first motivation isn't he wants to get married. He's just like, why waste a party? I know. And I I was kind of part of me is like, this is very, you know, it's similar to when people do a proposal. I mean, this is exactly what it is. But, you know, if you see someone doing a proposal at a sports event and you're like, oh, God, what if she wants to say no? And at this moment, he's like, come on, Donna. And everyone's like, come on, Donna. Yeah, I'm like, like, what if she wants to say no? What if she's like, actually, we don't need to get married. I guess you can just stay here. What could have been good was she have been like, no, no, but let's party. We don't anyway. need to either. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah. party. Let's just be together. And then they get married. It's like, oh, and it's like that's women, right? Women are just like someone's got to get married. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Hens just cackling. But Donna, Donna spent the whole film telling Sophia not to get married, being like, "Don't do it. You're young. You know, you don't have to do this." And then at the end, she's like. I need to. <laughs> but then what do they do? What does Sophia and Dominic Cooper do? They don't do? get married. They well, just they, go off traveling. Then yeah. they go off traveling, which is what she wanted her. I'm sorry. What? No. Yeah. Wait. No. Okay. You're seeing real time. My fucking the rat fall, <laughs> the hamster fall off the wheel and get back on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, no, she wanted her to stay. Donna didn't Donna... want Sophia to stay. Sophia felt guilty and wanted because she didn't want to leave Donna by herself on the island. But Donna wanted Sophia to stay, right? Isn't that she didn't want her to get married and go off? No, the idea their their plan was they were going to get married and stay on the island to yeah. help Donna thing. But Donna didn't want them to get married. She wanted them to go off and explore and just be but young. I, but I thought the whole crux of that secretly was Donna did want it. That I thought that's why. Sophia kind of like got on to her and yelled at her because she wanted like Sophia didn't want to stay there in right I think it's really complicated I think it is actually complicated okay. because Sophia I think felt guilty that Donna would be on the island by herself so like felt guilted into staying on the island yes, to help and, her mom and out she felt like Donna was doing that that's what yeah, I got but Donna wasn't I don't think Donna okay. really was even though she's doing that typical mom thing where she's like that's... nobody helps me on this island and then she does everything herself anyway you know and then doesn't want any help or just yeah exactly or just tells yeah refuses everyone, all help anyway okay. yeah exactly. yeah that's what i got out of it was it was more of a, she was saying um what's that called not a denial or vertical or fucking reaction formation i don't know it's one of those defense mechanisms where you're saying something but you don't mean it and right you're saying okay. oh go do this but secretly she wanted her to stay or subconsciously yes. she would yeah. want her and guilt her into saying certain things for her to stay also donna's like this hyper independent woman who's raised Sophia all by you herself. have to be, yeah. Yeah, so she's also... She, I, do, I, do, I think she, does a, she doesn't want them to get married because she's like, what's the point? You know, you don't need to be married. You shouldn't be getting married this young. I think she'll probably be happy with the outcome that they go off and travel together and just explore and she then yeah, has like, her We don't need to get husband. married. Let's go. And the guy's yeah. like, thank Christ. Because this yeah. is what I wanted all along. Exactly. I, that's every guy wants to hear is yes. No marriage. Thank God your he three just, dads turned up. He, he sees that ball and chain and is like, not today, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Donna, I do not feel sorry for you that you've run a fucking hotel on this tropical, not tropical, I shouldn't say that, on this paradise island. Oh, no, you run your own business and 
this island in the in Crete in the Aegean Sea. Oh, what a tough life. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I kill for real that. tough. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't need any money if I was there and doing all that. Just give me the food, the sun. Exactly. Yeah. Where, yeah. where are you going to vacation when you're in fucking, I keep wanting to say Crete. They're not in Crete. They're in some sort of Greek island. They're in non-Crete. Yeah, pretend. Pretend Greek they're island, pretend I think, Crete. isn't it? Sparta, I believe. Yes. Yeah. All you got to worry about is those Persians coming in every, you know, 20, 30 <laughs> years. You got to drive them away and then you're, you're good Get to go. Gerard Butler there. And, and Gerard fine. Butler. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will just be Gerard Butler ending it up anytime, every time we do 300. That He's awesome. Fucking- Awful. That... You said awful, right? No, I did not say awful. I said he's yeah, th- awesome. Then that'll be one that we're gonna fight on. I... Oh, Ryan Reynolds he's and Gerard so... Butler are just <gasps> the most untalented. Him... No, but in three hundred, it's not about that. It's just about it them abs. About the whole thing, the thighs, and then the wife who's Lena Headey, who's who's Cersei, Cersei Lannister. Lannister. Yeah, she's so good. And she doesn't even hardly say anything. Yeah, that'll There's be that again... iconic moment where he turns to her and she gives like the most subtle of nods. She just oh, is it the kick? Yeah, and then he turns he around and does the I, kick. I think, yeah, I've obviously seen that, and I think I've seen that yeah. scene where she does it. Yeah, that'll be good, like historical wise, to get into and the problematic yeah. imagery of the depiction mm. of the Persians. Uh, <laughs> that will be a good one to get to. And all right, so I mean, uh, the credits roll, and we'll get back. Actually, we'll just do the credits at the end. Any other ones that stick out scenes you get to? Um, slipping through my fingers, one of my favorite scenes in this film, and this is where she finally, bloody hell, finally asks her mum to give her away instead of one of these Each three guy, random yes. men. Yeah. So the whole thing is that she wants Sophia has grown up not knowing her father. She finds a journal. And then she's like, one of these three guys is my dad and I want him to give me away my wedding day. So that for me, I was like, Ugh, daddy issues, daddy so, issues, daddy that's issues. so wrong. Your poor mother has spent her whole life dragging you up and you're like, I want this one of these three random men to give me away. No, that didn't sit I've right I've never me. met before. have yeah. no idea what. I mean, they're all very successful. How that's yeah. very incidental as well. <laughs> Like there was Mama no knows bum. How to pick her men. Well, and so when they showed him, I'm like, okay, uppity banker. Oh, other yeah. uppity businessmen. And then they show Stellan Skarsgård. I'm like, okay, good. We have the hippie, the free willing. Oh no, he's like a fucking successful travel yes. author or writer or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're, they're all awful. just they're all unbelievably successful. To where all got money. Yes, to where um God damn it, Pierce Brosnan can pay for everything. Like pay for yeah. the hotel or the upgrades or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Harry offers money as well. And it's how convenient that these men come along to solve these women's problems. Yep. Donna picked three absolute ballers. Good for her. And what but, matters uh... <laughs> the most is men having money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All three of your boyfriends must be super. <laughs> They're just so attractive and they have money. It's just what a coincidence. But she finally, that was why that scene was so good for me as well, because we do the mummy daughter, amazing casting. They look so like mother and daughter, especially in this scene where they've got the same hair, everything. They sing beautifully together. And then she finally asks her mum to give her away instead. And I was like, thank the Lord that she finally saw sense and, and asked Meryl her mum to do and that. Meryl Streep holds off. Okay, here's my Golden Globe nomination, my Academy Award. And she just holds it. And of course, I was like, oh, God yeah. damn it, Meryl Streep. Oh, I know. And another big moment, Meryl Streep's singing The Winner Takes It All on the cliffside in what I think is probably Greece, Crete. I don't know. 
Pierce Brosnan is just standing there awkwardly watching her sing. And I bet that was an amazing moment for him to get to witness that, just her singing that song. Um, but yeah, she's so good. She's so good. Total powerhouse. There's a lot of that where people just stand around watching Meryl Streep go at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, Voulez-vous hey. is a great one as well. I mean, I love all these songs. And what who did you mention earlier? Christine um, Baranski. Yeah. Tanya, her song, Does Your Mother Know? Poetry. She's so good. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned too much other than before about the two friends that fell off yeah. the face of the movie in the middle. They just fucking disappear. Oh, uh, Sophia's friends. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. arrive so it's it's they because, right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So they do this whole, you know, everyone's set up in threes. You've got like Sophia and her two friends, Donna and her two friends, the three guys. And yeah, her two friends just kind of disappear until later on in the film where they're helping her get ready and they're like, doing a lovely kind of comparison between the mom and her friends and the daughter and her friends. I thought that was funny. Like not even as a joke. I was when they showed back up, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot you had friends. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> you had real hot friends. They came in. Yeah, where were they? <laughs> Check. Yeah, this again, the mom and me is still running in my head right now. I'm gonna have to play it. Just eventually just run it, just out. To get even, it out. Even yeah. though it's not my favorite one, it's just da 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 da. Like it just goes in. And then at the end, the credits, I was not, I wasn't upset, but there were two songs that were absent from like the main part. Mm -hmm. One was Fernando, which does, yeah. which shows up in the sequel. I did see that. Fernando okay. does show up in the sequel, but Waterloo was not in it. And then the end credits hit. And I'm like, oh, there you got me, Mama Mia. You got me. There it is. <laughs> like the encore song. Yeah. And they're Waterloo. all in their ABBA outfits, right? They're in their ABBA outfits that you slap some different colors on there and they'll look like Kiss. Yeah, very like, true. <laughs> you make it black and I guess you make them men. Then it would be yeah. like, it's, it's, as soon as I saw those boots, everything, I'm like, oh, it's fucking Kiss. Then I realized, oh, that's just the 70s. Exactly. <laughs> they were all doing the same thing. Kiss was just Blick. Another band that I just never cared for any song. I, I couldn't tell you one of their I songs. I think Detroit Rock City might be the one that I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, rock and roll all night. I okay. want to rock and roll. That's oh, that's is that it. them? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of those yeah. bands. I probably know their songs, but I don't have them. I don't have that connection. I don't know that it's them. Yeah, you weren't in high school in the seventies. No, I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't even thought of in the seventies. <laughs> you were not. See, I was because my parents were trying to have kids in the seventies. Ah, so I should have been born like over a decade earlier. Oh my god! But the doctor said you cannot have children. And then I popped out oh. in 1984. No, I think oh, it's because really? Asian okay. Orange. Uh, oh, well, yes, you said that. Byproduct yeah. of Asian Orange is infertility. So now I'm like, hmm, is that oh. it? Wait, can I not have children? Because it is hereditary. But you did, you exist. I do. But they were literally told you were not supposed to have kids. And they tried to have kids for 12, 13 years. Wow. And then, and then you just appeared magically. Yeah. My older brothers adopted because they were told yeah. you're never going to have kids. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. when I mean, they're 36 and 33, here mm -hmm. I come just along being like, hey, <laughs> heard y'all going That's to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Free trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Let's go. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the most like Hawaiian thing possible, my mom went into labor during a luau. Oh. That's how I came to party. I'm like, I'm on yeah. Hawaii. Luau. Hey, give me some of that. I give hear some you of that pig. Ready. Yeah. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that Pua, that Pua pig. There's a Moana <laughs> reference for you bastards. I think that is it. No, you're not bastards. I love you. Anything else? Mama Mia, before we put it in the tier. They also do. 
I don't know if this is in the credits or where this song comes up, but Amanda Seyfried's version of Thank You for the Music is seriously beautiful. I don't know if it's in the film or if it's post credit scene, but if you have missed that, go and listen to it because it is just so gorgeous. Like, I don't know, her voice is so beautiful and that's a really, really great song anyway, but she does such a beautiful cover of it. It is included on the soundtrack album as a hidden track. Well, there you go. I've exposed the hidden track. The go hidden listen to it because track. it is so gorgeous. And oh, yeah, Spotify. one of my favorites. I bet on Spotify it might be on there. You can't really yeah, hide it. Yeah, it's on Spotify track. because oh, it I is? listen oh, okay. to it. Yeah, that's how I listen to it. Perfect. All right. So we're going to hit here, get here, hit here. <laughs> here we are now. We need more music again to get us into the tier uh, list. That'll mm-hmm. be my thing for the week is find music to put in on these. Probably not mm-hmm. for this episode because I have to edit it tomorrow <laughs> to come yeah. out. <laughs> Uh, we're at our tier list where we rank it from S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, S tier at the top for whatever reason, a D tier obviously at the bottom. S, A, and B are usually positive, are always going to be positive. C and D are going to be dune on those. This is going perfect little fit into my A tier. I would okay. absolutely watch it again. I love ABBA. I would say that it would definitely, the soundtrack <laughs> more played would come yeah. into it. But, you know, it's great. Uh, it's definitely in that jukebox musical vein where if mm-hmm. you don't like ABBA, then you're just not going to like it. You know, yeah. like if, if, if you might I not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just can't imagine if this was what's another band. I can't even think of another band at that time that I'd just be like, eh. OK, if it was something like Kiss, if it's a Kiss right. jukebox musical, <laughs> I'd be like, OK, I don't really give a shit about it because I don't really like them. And so yeah. that kind of book. Uh, moves it up to the top bumps it up that's what i was going for into yeah it's a it's damn good i fucking love some abba yeah for me it's s i think this might be my first is it it? yeah first this is my first yeah that means no issues no issues no and it might be a nostalgia thing but like i've watched you know i've loved this film for 15 years I love the music. It has it holds very strong memories. You know, my sister loves this film as well. So like it's the one film that her and I will watch together. It's the only film that she will sit and watch with me. So <laughs> no, <laughs> otherwise she's a... not interested. So it's a big thing, is like the nostalgia of it all, the way that I could sing every single song that comes on. I love it. I love that the acting is kind of corny in some scenes. It feels very theatrical, which I'm obsessed with. My main one of my bucket list items is to go and see Mamma Mia in the theater. I still haven't seen that, but yeah, this film is yeah, I could watch it over and over again. This is our official now or highest rated. Wow, we have an S and an A. You almost seem disappointed that I said A. No, I'm not disappointed because okay. I realized that the only reason it's S for me is because I hold on to it like oh yeah for so long. Yeah, like I, I realized that's why it's S. I could not imagine watching a movie that's been out that I haven't seen before that I would put in an S tier. The yeah, only like one, a new one, the only one that's hanging out there that may do it is Django. <gasps> I know Django is the one because it's Tarantino, and I just rewatched Glorious Bastards. I might right. have said that on the last fucking episode, too. I just fucking love that movie so goddamn much. Yeah. And so something like Django, I can see that the could Western, the, the Western, if I get in the Western, uh, like, vibe, too, and play that, yeah. finally, that could My be one. My only gripe with Django is it's so long. I mean, and yeah, there's but... so many parts where I'm like, oh, this is a conclusion. 
And then there's like a whole other hour of the film left. Okay, so Django is great. Django's 245, which seems to be what all of his are. His all oh, seem really? to be about that length. Uh, length. And Glorious Bash is 233. So that is, you know, that's a solid 14 minutes. But to me, like, this, with Inglorious Bastards and Tarantino in general, they don't ever, they just go because of the yeah. dialogue and the acting. They never, mm-hmm. it's never filler. Or even when it yes. is filler, like in fucking Pulp Fiction, where they're talking about a Royale with cheese, it's so entertaining and the yes. acting is so good that it doesn't drag. You almost like no. those parts. Yeah, no, Django never drags. Um, it's just there's so many parts of the film that feel like a conclusion. And then there's another half an hour or another Lord of the Rings, minutes. Return yeah. of the King. Is that right? Yeah, Lord, Return of the King had like four fucking endings. It was mean yes. in like 2003 when those came out. And it doesn't. I will check that movie out, I promise, eventually. Yeah, I would uh, love to watch Django again. Django. All right, that is it for Mamma Mia, which I always think is Italy. I forgot to mention that earlier because of Mamma Mia. Mia. Think of it's in Italy. There's my offensive Italian accent. I waited until the end. So before we get to our little tease of what we're covering next week, Lucy, where can we find you? You will find me at Lucy J Robin on Twitter, Twitch and YouTube. Still doing Mass Effect, doing a little bit of Starfield here and there. But yeah, mainly on Twitch. Twitch. All right. You can find me mainly on Discord because mm-hmm. I don't have any other stuff and I'm not really streaming in that sense. Definitely find me on Discord, active on there in the OTP channel. And again, check out all of our links and everything down there below. And next week, with the release of A Haunting in Venice, which is written and directed by Kenneth Branagh, we are heading to the crazy year of 1999 in the wicked, wicked, wild, wild west. Yeah, I have no idea what this is or what it's about, so it's a a blind watch through for me. God damn, I love it. Okay. It's Will Smith, Kenneth Branagh, which is why we're doing it, The Connection. Kenneth Branagh plays the bad guy, Confederate general. And he is just hee-hawing all over this movie, good (laughs) sir. It is, oh my God, I cannot fucking wait to watch. I hate this movie so much, but I will watch it. Oh, okay, it's one of those. Oh, it is a hate, it is not, it is a, I'm going to be liquored up when I watch this (laughs) and just have a fucking ball making fun of it. If you love this movie, blah, 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 we'll get there. Just, yeah, it's based on a 1960s show. It's going to be great. I cannot fucking wait for it. So join us then. And until then, we will see y'all.